At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Human on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's up, folks? Welcome. You see it and you hear it all week. We've been here at Thomas and Max Center for the NBA Summer League. Last few days are winding down here at the TNM, but image of great guests and content. Now, coming up in 30 minutes, we got to get to the bottom. What's on with the Utah Jazz? Tony Jones, who covers the Utah Jazz, does a great job for the Athletic. will join us at 1.30 p.m. time. Get his thoughts on everything happening with Utah and the potential landing spot, which seems to be the betting market. It would be the New York Knicks who have a plethora of draft picks and some potential young pieces to move. But we begin with a little bit of emotion today. You all right? You feeling okay? Yeah. Golf guy? I, f- I feel like as you were watching Tiger cross the bridge today, maybe a little tear crept from your eye and then dry immediately as it uh, came out. Let's see. Uh, no tear minus 50,000. <laughs> no. no, no tear. Yeah. No tear in my eye today. If, uh, there's anything that made me uh, want to cry about Tiger this week. It was his performance was pathetic, uh, for the most part. And uh, you could say I'm being a hard guy, but he just didn't bring it. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's a lot of hype. He talked a lot about how he felt like he had a chance to win this tournament. And about 15 minutes after he teed off, he was out of it. And kind of felt halfway through his first round uh, Thursday that he really chanced to make the cut. And you could see it. And he was. He just, he's just not the same guy right now. He doesn't have the same competitive fire. And, uh, a little bit of a happy-to-be-here kind of thing, right? That's exactly what he was this yeah. week. I'm just happy to be out here. He, and he told Freddie Couples, I guess, confidentially, hey, I feel like I can think seriously. And he had no chance. And Jeff Davis of Circuit Sport said it a couple days ago. I don't want to say, quote, quoting Jeff Davis, I don't want to say he has no chance, 
but it's close to that. Yeah. And uh, that turned to be the truth. So Jeff Davis nailed it on that. Um, unfortunately, people bet Tiger on the futures board. He was as high as 140 to 1 at Circus Sports this week. Close 60. DraftKings had 61 the entire time. As I said, I, I feel like a big enough fool Tiger to make the cut, but I didn't bet him to make the cut in the first two majors on a cash. This right. one, he was terrible, and Tiger had no shot, but it's just that people keep betting him to win these tournaments. JVT, I'm not sure he's ever won any type of tournament again. Yeah, it does seem pretty tough. And well, Adding to that, just the probability of it, right? He's probably not going to participate. It's just the tournaments right. that he really wants. Very you know, limited opportunities. Yep, he's yep. good for a gust of the year, you would assume. And then after that, there's probably going to be very few that peak his interest enough to push himself to participate like he did today or this weekend, I should say. No, you're right about that. Actually, it's going to be interesting because a lot of people tend to forget time passes and uh, people and, um, you know, get around to Augusta next April. Mm -hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of Tiger hype again. Of course there will. You know, there will be another $4,000 oh, yeah. bet at 40 to 1. For there's going to be more Tiger system. money coming in on the futures board, more Tiger, how, how he can play at Augusta. And eight months from now, it's going to be the same flow over again. But, yeah, he was terrible at St. Andrews, which was uh, his course in the world. And uh, he certainly didn't play like it. And a uh, very pointing performance this week. I know it was an emotional finish uh, for a lot of people today. But... Um, you know, I, I think the the Tiger Woods contending in a major train uh, left the station three years. You know, when, when he won at Augusta, and he was lucky to win at Augusta in 2009, you're not going to see him win another major. Stop betting it. Yeah, but well, at least if you're going to bet it, bet it at 100 to 1 better uh, than the 40 to 1s that are out there. I bet it to make the in. cut, essentially right. to finish 75, mm -hmm. and that had no chance. And, well, um, you know, it's not nothing cool with him either. Even though he just his skills were not sharp, it was a lot of mental. He didn't putt well. His iron play wasn't as uh, sharp as a typical. I thought he, his ball striking off the tee was a lot better than I expected this week. But yeah, we just, got some of that. Ways like he yeah. can't practice. He get, well, he played a practice round. This uh, he, he, he practiced more before <laughs> this major the previous right. two. He, and he said he was stronger. And he didn't make any excuses about his physical condition. He just said basically. I didn't play well, I, so I, think that's why I give him the, credit for that. And I think that's why the moves were happening, right? The moves of him making the cut, the move in terms of him winning it outright. Uh, if you read a lot between the lines of Tiger's comments, it did seem like he was very confident coming into this tournament and that at the, very, the top 20 was potentially on yeah. the horizon for him, maybe not even winning it. So ultimately not the case. Well, uh, there are a few stragglers left out on the course. Uh, he is tied for 148th finish tournament at nine over par, shoots another three over. Uh, it was just pretty even across the board. He had a birdie on three, looked like maybe he'd turn things around for this round, but on 4-6 goes par the rest of the way until 16 where he doubles in his day. Now, we go to the top of the board, man, mm -hmm. uh, where all the leaders are in the club, uh, clubhouse. Cam Smith, your leader after today. How about this day? 8 under par for Smith. He shoots a 64. He is your leader at 13 under. Your favorite right now, go courtesy of DraftKings because they have these live odds up as a point right now. Plus 160, Open uh, the Open Championship of 2022. Cameron Smith, followed by McElroy at plus 360. Uh, he had a Four under today, shot a 68, and followed by Victor Hovland, Cameron Young, both at 8-1. to one. That's when you get to the double digits. Dustin Johnson, Scheffler in the range of 11-12 to 12 to 1, and then there's a gap with the rest of the guys. Yeah, great job. I draft having those numbers up uh, right away. A lot of times you sit around for an hour and wait for a book to put up these adjusted numbers. DraftKings basically does it immediately. They got so, live markets. It's, yeah, it's yeah, pretty it's, good. It's great to see. Uh, so for me, it's the good, the bad, and the ugly here in the British Open. The good, Cameron Smith, 28-1, to 1, the leader. Uh, by two strokes going into the weekend. Uh, 
I think the bad is most of the other guys I bet have uh, faded for Jordan Spieth, mm-hmm. Will Zalatoris, uh, Seamus Power, Kurt Kitayama. One guy I still have in the hunt, but it's my smallest futures, Cameron Young. He's too uh, off the lead. I have a feeling he's going to fade on, on the weekend. I just uh, got that feeling when I was watching today. He wasn't as many putts, wasn't as sharp with his game. And you got so many elite players up there at the sides board that uh, it feels like one of those guys is going to, uh, some of those other guys are going to emerge. Probably going to be Cameron Smith, Rory. Victor Hovland was hot today. How yep. about Dustin, who's got a great track record here? Scotty Scheffler. Uh, Patrick, you back in the hunt. There are a lot of elite players here, but it feels like right now it's going to be Cameron Smith and Rory uh, to the finish line. There's going to be a couple of those other guys emerge, but I just... I've got 121. I'm, I'm yeah. just not too optimistic that he's going to be able to finish off. I feel like Cameron Smith is my best bet. The ugly is obviously Tiger Woods to make the cut, which was a terrible bet. Well, I'll ask this way. I mean, I would think that the way that this course has been scoring the first two days, I asked you a version of this uh-huh. question yesterday. I would think that even if you're sitting around still at even what, like, for example, Adam Scott today goes seven under, one of the better scores on the course, too. Even if you're five-ish strokes back, he's still like that. He still has a shot with the way that this course has been scoring. It yeah, is the way they're adjusting something. I do, but yeah. I think Cameron Smith is uh, so steady. Yeah. He tends not to blow up. So when a guy's got the lead like this, he's been so good the first two rounds. One three really, round today. He was yeah. great. You really need him to make some mistakes. Corey is basically driving every green. Yeah. So he's going to be uh, tough to beat. Uh, so I, that's why I think those guys are in a strong position at the top. But you're right. I mean, the, this, this course has been too easy now to, uh, a few times here. Wind is the biggest defense on most of these British courses. There's been really no wind. There's been very little the first two days, and that's why scoring has been uh, so easy. Yep. And we're seeing so many low scores out there. I think maybe conditions get a little bit more difficult over the weekend, but still you're going to see guys put up uh, put up some low numbers. And I just get the feeling right now that uh, Rory's going to be in this thing to the end. But I do like my position on Cameron Smith. Well, speaking of low numbers, how about this transition? It was a low number of runs for the Toronto Blue Jays yesterday against the uh, minor league team that was the Kansas City Royals. Ten guys, of course, did not make the trip for the Kansas City Royals due to vaccination status. Uh, and we, of course, played our perfectly legitimate prop mm-hmm. of Toronto uh, to sweep Kansas City Royals in four games. They lose the first game 3-1 to the Kansas City Royals. How about that? They were a $6 favorite to win the series, and they still can, of course. Uh, but losing the first game Kansas City, given everything that they're missing at this point right now, a blow, a blow. And also, I mean, let's be honest. The powers that be of Eason got lucky. <laughs> Taking this to court. The highest court yeah. in the land. We weren't going to do that. But uh, <laughs> conscience is sometimes a good thing. Gets people talking about a contest. and uh, Gets hey, the people going. We, we had to do. Because uh, if, if the Blue Jays had swept that series, we would have won this contest. Obviously, uh, John Goulet uh, uh, disqualified our selection last night. But mm. it didn't matter. The Blue Jays. See what the Nevada Supreme Court is about that. Blue Jays couldn't win the first game of the series anyway, so it was irrelevant, but if uh, they had swept a plus 270, that would have put us at the top spot in the contest, and that's a object when you are in a contest to try to win it, mm-hmm. okay? Of course. Try to play by rules that are made up as you go along. And uh, Tim Murray, I think I was on the uh, nightcap with these guys last night. Tim Murray jokingly called us out as uh, cheaters in the contest because we played 
The rules are, and the rules said play prop right. on the final day. What did we do? Play a prop. We played a prop. That's right. That's right. So who's cheating? Well, and the thing, because yeah. I was listening to Tim yesterday, and uh, Tim made a very, very big mistake, I believe. Um, Tim thought he was proving us wrong, and he said, John said the winners are announced on Friday. That would assume, you would assume that means no, that no, it has to be. No, 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 no. That's the whole point, right? In contests, when you play the Westgate Super Contest, is there an assumption? No, no, no. There's no. rules. Ironclad rules. Okay? <laughs> there's no assuming. Yeah, there's no assuming no anything. Assuming. All right? Yeah, by the way, you and uh, Sean King, we're going to pick more winners. I think they finished one and four on this, right? That's okay. You said that. <laughs> hey, if they keeters, it's all fair game. We're joking around here. Scott Seidenberg called out yesterday on uh, Twitter, playing the strategy and duplicating my mission for the VSEN baseball betting pentathlon, locking him to the win. Yeah. All right, so... Um, well, he didn't, though, right? Because didn't the guys have fallen? I saw Mitch drinking well, out of... There, there were two parts to this. One is, Gil should never have been able to know what Scott's pick was before he made his pick. Uh, Scott's pick should have been Mitchell. The, the so whole point, Gil like, can't pick the same thing and block him from winning. So if you want to accuse of cheating, it's not us. But the, other, the second part is he didn't lock himself into the win. He failed to realize that the follow the money crew could come behind and win the contest, which they did. So props to Austin Paul Howard. A great job with the comeback win in the baseball betting contest. The trophy looked expensive. I didn't see it this morning. Oh, it was really expensive. Was it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was your silver. Which was, that's what I was told. They're drinking beers out of it. The uh, Yankees dropping two of three at home to the Reds. How about the Yankees and those games? Should have. What did somebody tell us on Twitter? You should have played it. Should have played it when they came back in the number four runs. All right, we'll take our break here. We got plenty to get to coming up at fifteen. We get down low on what's going on with the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge on and the Sports Betting Network. All right, to VSIN summer special, $19. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of, actually, the end of July is not too far away. Uh, but you do get the College Fall Preseason Betting Guide, which is very valuable, and that's worth more than $19 on its own. Sign up today, you get VSIN's daily best bets. If you want the full VSIN experience, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting t- and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19. Now through the end of July, vcin.com slash summer. We had that grab there. And Brian Rogers of a vcin walked over and said, John Murray called you guys cheaters? No, it was Tim Murray mm-hmm. with the irresponsible and reckless acting. And, uh, I'll be hearing from our people. That's right, Tim. Just focus on winners. Worry about yourself. That's right. <laughs> Believe. All right, we had several. I think officially yeah. we broke. We were profitable in this, right? Because our, our pick was disqualified last night. Yeah, so if you're counting it as a disqualification, then yes, we finished up. Yeah. So, it's mean baby. But again, a lot of credit to Mitch Moss and Paul Howard, who came from behind. Stunned Gil Alexander, who thought he had blocked out Scott Side winning the contest. Tortoise in the hair, baby. Yep. Huh? Thought you locked it in, and then all of a sudden. Couldn't have scripted that, that much better. Great bill contest. Love the idea. Created a lot of interest to be uh, this week. Uh, What's that? Maybe it was fixed for the, you know, the primetime show in the morning, but, you know, that's just me. If we have accusations, I might as well just throw out a wild one. As well. I think Scott accuses them of parlay, right? Yeah, same game parlay. All I know. Kurt Corbin Burns over nine strikeout and the Brewers to win the game. Yep. All I know is that this is clearly great for intercompany uh, relationships. I think it is. <laughs> this has clearly worked out <laughs> extremely well. On the same page. It's been fantastic. Well, I think uh, one thing you find out is you do have a lot of people competitive. Yeah. And as you should be. You're not just to um, smile and get your butt kicked. You're in, you're in it to try to win it. Balance. Huh? You can smile and be competitive. I think we've done a good, we've struck a good balance. A lot of smiles on the show. Let's talk about Thursday's NBA Summer League. A lot of smiles for the South yeah, 1091. J.D. Uh, Davison from Alabama, 28 points, 10 assists last night. Celtics blow out the Grizzlies. And that matters for some because the Grizzlies are dying for a spot in the mm-hmm. championship game potentially, but uh, they fall to two in the Summer League, so that's not going to happen. And from this game as well, uh, some other performances. David Roddy, the body Roddy, 16 points, had five rebounds, three assists in 24 minutes. You know, David Roddy, I want to talk about him for a second. One yep. of my favorite players in college out of Colorado State, and uh, he, he seems like one of those guys to be a great college player, and you don't know how he fits in the NBA because he's about six four and a half. Yep. And uh, he can shoot three, and if you could shoot every three, time we talk about him, he gets short. <laughs> I, yesterday I said six four and a half inch. Today six four and a half. I know he's listed about six five six. Uh, you wonder if he's got enough athletic ability to make it yeah. in the NBA because when you're that small, you've got to be a great athlete if you're going to be able to uh, score and rebound in the low post. And he's going to have to shoot a hybrid from three to make it. I'm pulling for him. I hope David Roddy makes it. Uh, but, yeah, he's had some encouraging performances here in summer league. But you also have to mind, 
you're playing against other college players essentially in this right. setting. Yep. You're not playing the best of the best of the association. No, and, well, and to your point too, like I actually, the Grizzlies got two guys that I'm rooting for. I like, I have really enjoyed watching Kevin in this setting. Kenneth Lofton Jr. has yeah. been really good. Yesterday, too, 6.6-10 from the floor, very efficient. Um, hit plus-minus for whatever it matters, even. So he was, had one of the better plus-minuses for the Grizzlies, who got beat up yesterday in 22 minutes. Uh, he was arguably their best player on the floor yesterday, and he has shown some real consistency. These are developmental game settings, but when you can show a little bit in these games, maybe a shot for a guy who can get onto a roster or something like that. Mm -hmm. and maybe provide, and also, well, I think he's got a big enough body. Right. That uh, he's going to be able to make it. Cause and he, skilled, too, right? He is skilled, and he's got a big body, and he can uh, score around the basket, and he can kind of uh, push guys around. We saw him push Chet Holmgren around, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Uh, also, outside of Jameson and the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, we did see what looks to be the shining prospect for the Brooklyn Nets. Cam Thomas continues to deliver for Brooklyn in the summer. 26 points in the Nets' 102-83 win versus the Timberwolves. Yeah, Cam Thomas also, I, I think, uh, dissed Steve Nash, so... He's kind of on that Kyrie Irving back you, huh? I think that was Miskin talking about the interview after one of the games, uh, which he rolled his eyes after he was told that uh, the story with him has been he needs to pass a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, I saw that. I, I saw that. That's I, all right. Cam Thomas is the keeper for the Nets, right? Because you're, yes. you're, you're talking about a build if you lose KD and Kyrie, and who knows what the hell's going to happen with the guys. But Cam Thomas is a guy you have to hold on to, and he's played well here in Vegas. Yep, and along, by the way, four the Brooklyn LSU Nets. player, yes. by the way. Uh, 20 and 10 for one day, Ron, 8 mm -hmm. of 10 from the floor, and was uh, 3 of 5 of the free throw line, hit one of his two shots. So the Nets actually a pretty good piece. Duke Jr. has shown up for them as well in this summer league. So that's kind of been their big three. You have one in the summer league. Uh, that has been it for the Brooklyn Nets. How about the – we mentioned the blown lead that the uh, New York Knicks had. At the beginning of summer league, when the Portland Trailblazers lose Shaden Sharp, you kind of look at them like, man, this you know this team might be cooked a little bit here. Uh -huh. That's not the case. Keon Johnson, 25 points. Blazers beat the Rockets 85-77. I got to watch a good chunk of the game. It was a great performance from Keon Johnson. But I, I mean, personally, at least, I've been kind of surprised by the performance of this Portland Trailblazers team that I thought was not like dead in a summer league setting, but wasn't going to be very competitive. Here they are, 3-1. and one. Yeah, 3-1 and one and the loss of first game, right? And that was when uh, Shaden Sharp went out, the uh, top ten pick. And they only lost the game by three. Remember, that was a ridiculous nonsense at the end of the game that some cared about. Um, yeah. For the Pistons, who blew their lead late against the Portland Trailblazers on the first night. A little bit surprising. Keon Johnson did play well, though. And uh, the Blazers won that eight over the Rockets. And, uh, you know, the more I watch Jabari Smith Jr., I think he's going to be okay in the eight. I was down here right before we did the show. I was in the Cox Pavilion watching Paolo Caro doing some shooting drills. Mm. By the way, have you been in the Cox Pavilion? Okay. Great setting. They have the air conditioner on full blast, like an Arctic blast oh, blowing yeah, out of that place. It. Oh, it's unbelievable. I don't, yeah, I don't want to that cold. But anyway, Ben Carroll was hot. He was in the shooting drill, knocking down everything. And the more I watch him here in the summer league, the more I watch Barry Smith. The point is, I think the Magic made the right call. Yeah. And that Ben Carroll was probably the right guy to take it on. Instead of Jabari, I like them both, but I think uh, Paulo Bencaro has looked really good, and uh, he, he's kind of carried over what he did for Duke uh, to what he's doing here. And I, th I think he's going to initiate the offense to be a playmaker for the Magic, and uh, I like number one now a lot more 
than I did because uh, we we assumed never assume anything, JD. Right. We assumed for a while Jabari Smith was going to be the number, and the magic shifted and surprised a lot of people. A big story in the bat, but I think they made the right call with Bancaro. I would say so, too. And you mentioned Jabari points, 10 rebounds. Uh, missed all five of his three-point attempts, but mm -hmm. overall 7-13 to 13 from the floor. Uh, had a nice block as well in that game, too. So I'm with you. Like, And I think we talked yesterday, when he matches up with his guards that he's going to play with in Jalen Green and Kevin Porter Jr., it's going to look a lot different for Jamar Smith Jr. once he starts to uh, hit some games against some real competition and with no slight against the other guys, uh, real teammates. Tari Eason, by the way, again, 17-7 and seven yesterday. I've been really impressed with him. Like for, for as much as you can, like a role player in a summer yeah, league game, yeah. he's been pretty solid. He has been. Speaking of the magic, how about Tommy Cousy? Mm -hmm. You have to be fired about this kid. I loved watching I knew him. you'd like him. It's funny, I keep getting to bring that up. I'm glad you brought what? that up. Well, because when the Orlando Mad, like when I was at Value Esters, I did circle the magic. I was like, I feel like humans probably going to like this team because I know you like Cousy coming out of college. This Loved watching him play the point at St. Mary's. Yep. And uh, he basically was doing the same thing last night for the Orlando Magic. 25 points. Magic lost to the Knicks. But Tommy Cousy's one of those guys you, you can vision as a, a pretty solid backup point guard mm -hmm. in the association. Hey, if Matthew Dellavedova can make it, Tommy Cousy can make it. Anyway, I was going to say, anybody can make it. Anyway, the Knicks won that game last night. And uh, McBride. Uh, was not the only guy who played well for the Knicks. And Grimes also had a nice game, but McBride had 23 points, and Grimes continues to play well. We're going to talk a little bit more about the Knicks, who I think are about the big mistake. Uh, last night, I re read reports. I don't know how close it is. Our next guest is going to tell us mm -hmm. uh, what the truth from his perspective. But I read reports last night that the Knicks were about to give up three years, including Quickly, Toppin, and who was the third? Was it Grimes or Barrett? So I think it was Grimes. Yeah. And five first-round picks for Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Somebody now, come to your senses in the Knicks organization. That is completely ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, we'll have more on that in about 90 seconds uh, with uh, our guests. But I'm going to this about that matchup yesterday. For some, very important result. The New York Knicks are first-place team as of now with the best point differential. Uh, so, top mean to you. Uh, yes, it does. 26-1. Yeah. to one. So, we'll hopefully get them in, in there at least. But this has not sided by any stretch uh, because we have a bunch of teams who are sitting there potentially who could finish 3-1. and one. Again, point differential settles it to get to the title game. So, we'll see. You have the Indiana Pacers to that mix. You have the Pelicans who are playing the Los Angeles Lakers later today. Mm -hmm. They could also get to that mix with the solid two. Uh, and then you get to tiebreakers after that. At some some point a coin flip is involved. That would be terrible if you lost out <laughs> on a championship berth because of a uh, coin flip. But that's a little further down the list in terms of uh, in terms of tiebreakers. Did you ever read the book Fright Lights about the Texas high school football? No, I watched the movie. Uh, Odessa Permian. They had really there were George. three teams and only two could make the playoffs. Three coaches had to meet at a truck stop fight, and they had it <laughs> close. <laughs> they had a coin flip. They had a coin flip to decide who was going to be in the playoffs. So one team got left out. Brutal. Uh, that's a bad way to decide it in a Texas high school football. Hey, when I was uh, we almost had Alex Rodriguez on set today. Later yeah. in the show, I'm going to single out a very special member of the VSIN staff, okay? In the last segment of today's show, I'm going to talk special, actually a few special members of the staff, but we almost had A-Rod on set with us today. You know, speaking of uh, coaches meeting in the parking lot, when I played Little League, the coach of the White Sox held coach up at gunpoint in the parking lot. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, look, the White Sox are league. All right, we'll come back. Uh, we have plenty left to get to. Uh, on the other side, let's talk a little bit of Utah Jazz with our guest, Tony Jones, coming up next.
This is The Edge on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. It is The Edge on the NBA Summer League. A reminder, of course, Zen Nicotine Pouches, a Afraid to enjoy nicotine at all, the baggage of cigarette smoke, dip, and or vapes. Check that out. Spit-free smoking alternative. Check it out. Or nicotine alternative. Learn more. Zin.com. You can find a machine near you that has all. Take the Zin 10 challenge, JT. Zin.com slash 10. Zin nicotine pouches for adults 21 and older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. I know a lot of people of East Zin who use those and like them. And uh, I've used a few myself. Warning, this product is nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. All right, let's uh, talk baseball. And we got a couple of good series that start tonight. Hmm. How about we start on the East Coast? Because I know you love Sox-Yankees rivalry. It's one of my favorites. You can't get enough of it. Feels like it needs more coverage. And we've had four games between these teams last weekend. The Yankees won the first two. The Red Sox won the second two and come from behind style. And uh, the Yankees' bullpens had some problems. Uh, here in the past week. The Yankees now dropped four up. They lost two of three at home to the Reds. Mm -hmm. Red hot Cincinnati Reds go to St. Louis to start a series tonight. But the uh, Red Sox Yankees open their series in the Bronx. And the uh, Yankees trying to bounce back, uh, losing a couple in Boston, losing two of three uh, to the uh, Reds, which was very surprising. I'm sure it cost a lot of people some parlay over mm -hmm. the last couple of days, thinking there's, oh, there's no way the Yankees are going to lose to the Reds. Uh, it's baseball. It's ain't going to happen. We the, call Blue, it. the Blue Jays can lose to the AAA Royals. That's right. And that's what happened. That pitching matchup tonight in the Bronx is uh, Nathan Eovaldi, who's back from an injury. So I'm not sure what you're exactly going to get from him tonight. But Eovaldi faces Jordan Montgomery, the lefty uh, for Yankees. And uh, right now the Yankees are pretty solid favorites, about minus 1-7. Montgomery again, like just a – not going to, you know, burden the world the pitching, but again, one of these solid arms that the uh, the Yankees can throw out there. 390 right, 379 fielding independent. He's not burning guys down in terms of the strikeout, but he's pitching to contact, inducing outs. Like, he's just been solid, like a bunch of these have been for the New York Yankees. And given the lineup deserves it, and with everything going on with Eovaldi, you do wonder, because here's the other thing with Eovaldi, Matt. Um, he's got some interesting numbers. Well, he's got a 316 ERA. Expected ERA is 430, so mm -hmm. it's a lot higher than the ERA. Uh, fielding independent, 453. So coming off of an injury with some regression due at some point, it would seem to – Eovaldi's probably not a guy that I would want to back at this point right now. No, I probably wouldn't either. The Yankees uh, on shaky legs right now. Mm -hmm. uh, not playing their best baseball, and that always happens. You're going to have peaks and valleys in the baseball season. The Yankees right now uh, having a tough time uh, for the first time really this season. That's the first time we've really yeah. seen the Yankees struggle uh, for – I guess a little bit of a longer stretch, losing four out of five. Let's go to uh, Dodgers and Angels, talking about a team that struggled for a long stretch. Yep. The Angels won Shohei Otani's last six starts. They're 6-26 and 26 when everyone else, anyone else starts. And uh, that makes it difficult to bet the Angels in any situation. The Dodgers coming off two wins in St. Louis after dropping the first game. It's Clayton Kershaw on the mound against Patrick Sandoval. ABT at the Dodgers. As almost $2 favorites, are you tempted? Actually, right now, uh, minus 180, minus 190 out there. Are you tempted to take that fat plus price on Sandoval and the Angels? Uh, I would be. I am. I mean, just given the fact that, look, if there was a guy uh, who you were going to back outside of 
Shohei Otani, mm-hmm. it's Patrick Sandoval. Yeah. Sandoval's been absolutely fantastic. How about with no Mike Trout lineup? And that's the problem, right? So you even look at his last start, for example. Uh, if I were to tell you that you got six in the third, five hits, just one run and ten strikeouts, you'd think, yeah, pretty good spot. They lost the game one nothing. Mm-hmm. So he didn't get any run support in any way whatsoever. And that was coming off of, like, he got beat up by the Astros. But his month of June was freaking fantastic. Forced to 249 ERA. Uh, he has been really good. He has been the best pitcher not named Shohei Otani for the Angels. If you're taking your shot against the Dodgers, I think that would be the guy to do it with. And also, and I just want to double-check this, you know, this Dodgers lineup, as we've talked about, like some of the things in which they've been, you know, you called them dead wood at one point in terms of uh, their lineup. Well, they have, some of those guys hit a little bit more. Max Muncy, guys who weren't hitting at all. Ju- Justin Turner was off the so sort of course. Cody Bellinger struggled all season. Some of those guys are starting to hit a little bit more. Dodgers, I think, offense is showing a little bit more life. Well, but I was just going to bring up the fact that in years past, and this year has been the uh, the example too. Like they're a relatively average team against lefties as well, right? The yeah. Dodgers. So, and you get Sandoval on the hill. So all of those put together, like if you're taking your shot, even though they're not fully healthy, is he under a better bet? Because um, I'll tell you what, when yeah. I watched the Angels the other night, we bet on a Shohei Otani minus yeah, one and a half, and I said I ain't sure we can get two runs in this game. <laughs> Somehow they managed a way to uh, to cover the run line. They've, Angels have got some stone-cold stiffs in that lineup. They do. And they just traded Ward to the Yankees. Yep. And Kershaw's been – look, <laughs> Kershaw's numbers are solid across the board. Yeah. Uh, and as Otani is pretty much their only guy in the lineup right now. So I would say that an under or a first five under, but you're probably paying a pretty good price on something like that. Uh, but Sandoval, if you're taking a shot with the Angels, it's with Sandoval or Otani. And I think that's about it at this point. I think the under might be the better bet uh, that I'm going to play the total tonight. Uh, but if I were, that would be where I'd look. I'm not sure the Angels are going to be able to muster much offense without Mike Trout out of the lineup. No. It's just, it's, uh, it's going to be hard to do against a quality pitcher. Uh, by the way, the Mets-Cubs game at Wrigley Field postponed this morning. We just talked about the Cincinnati Reds. They take two of three. There were some people who thought the Reds wouldn't win 40 games this season. Reds right now 34 and 55, actually, um, they're playing their 90th game tonight, so they really kind of turned things around. Yeah. And uh, winning two of three in New York has got to open some eyes. Luis Castillo uh, was really good. What? Well, I was just remembering the conversations at the beginning of the season uh, where there were some folks who were saying, I'd bet under 30 wins on the Cincinnati Reds. I think that was Tim Murray. <laughs> right. I, I said at the time the Reds had lost 17 out of 18 or whatever. I said the would put the Reds' win total at that point at like 50 or yeah. 52 and a half somewhere. It's never and, as bad as it And Tim Murray tweeted out, there's no way this team's not going to win 30 games, whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he was joking or what, but uh, there were a lot of people who didn't think the Reds were going to win 30 games. He was hardly games, the only one. He might have been one, uh, but the Reds and things around. Here's the problem with the Reds in the second half. Luis Castillo is going to be a wanted man. I, I don't know if it's, he's going to end up pitching for the Yankees after pitching against them last night, mm-hmm. but that's one guy the Reds are going to be sellers, and uh, that's one guy who's probably going to be on the move. Green is not going to be on the move. He starts tonight. A uh, young prospect uh, for the Reds, big strikeout pitcher. He's got 107 Ks and 85 innings, uh, but he's 3-10. and 10. He goes tonight against St. Louis. And uh, the Reds, again, uh, decent underdogs. They've been big underdogs the last few days. Uh, tight plus 135, 140 in that range against the Cards. Uh, can I direct you to the series uh, that yeah. I am interested mm-hmm. in? Um, 
The Minnesota Twins still on top of the AL Central, and uh, they have this series with the Chicago White Sox. Kopech's going to take the hill here for the Chicago White Sox. And uh, numbers, again, have been relatively solid. Is, though, I think he's one of those candidates where you look at and say, yeah, you know, there might be something coming for him. 447 fielding in it despite a 335 ERA uh, against a Twins lineup that rates near the top of the league in a lot of key offensive categories, especially those advanced stack metrics like barrel rate, weighted runs created, plus things like that. Um, this could be a spot where Kopech and that regression you've kind of been waiting for uh, does hit here a little bit. And Smeltzer, um, for what you know, we know he uh, we know him to be, has been pretty solid uh, for the Minnesota Twins at this point. So I do wonder when you look at this matchup, Twins dollar thirty-five favorite. The time I think of that series that they met it was a pretty important series. Uh, the Twins took care of business. This seems like a potentially higher scoring game on paper. Smeltzer with a 3.92 ERA, but a 5.54 fielding independent and a 4.66 expected. I think these are two guys that might get beat up a little bit here. It might be a higher scoring game. Okay. And we saw the finale between these two that last series too. By the way, that was a pretty high scoring. So if we're playing too. a VSIN baseball betting, guess you're playing the over in that game tonight. Uh, yeah. The uh, the game that decided the contest last night, Brewers and Giants in San Francisco. The uh, Brewers won that, I believe, 3-2 or 4-3 in uh, 10 innings, and uh, tonight is Woodruff against Alex three, Wood. 3-2, 10 innings, yep. 3-2 and 10 innings, and uh, Corbin Burns struck out 10 in that game last the night Brewers for Milwaukee. Won. Woodruff on the mound tonight against Wood. The Giants have really been uh, struggling. We only got two minutes left here in this segment, so we're going to wrap up with the A Summer League in the final spot here. We've been out here seven days in a row on the edge, and I wanted to uh, JVT recognize a special member of the staff who we went above and beyond the Call of Duty a couple days ago. We were trying to get some quality guests here for the show, and I was walking around the arena, uh, Thomas and Mac here, trying to find somebody, and uh, I ran into uh, Dan Miller of VSIN, who's one of our producers, and we saw Alex Rodriguez sitting courtside, mm -hmm. and I said, let's get A-Rod on the show tomorrow. Dan was very eager. He was down courtside, and he walked up to him and said, Mr. A-Rod, uh, would you like to come on the show with us tomorrow on the edge? And uh, he said, Dan, I would love to come on the show with you tomorrow, but I'm flying out of town tonight, so I can't do it. <laughs> but anyway, uh, full credit to Dan Miller for going up to uh, trying to get A-Rod on the show. And for those who don't know, Dan is like a, a mini Paul Howard. He's a big gambler. Yeah? Yeah. Also doesn't leave his house? <laughs> <laughs> no, he does leave his house. Okay, okay. A lot more than Paul. Uh, anyway, also props to uh, Ken, the engineer. Ken yep. Janier, by the way, his birthday is tomorrow. He turns 30, JVT. He's younger than you. Really? Yeah. I thought he turned 25. Uh, he turns 30. Okay. Tomorrow, his birth party is going to be out here at the Thomas Mack. And Des, who's done a great job out here, Desiree uh, and Ken are a dynamic duo. They helped set up the stage so we could be out here at the Summer League for the last seven or eight days. All right. Uh, on deck, who do we have? Uh, well, we have a lot to get to. We can wrap up a, a lot of stuff. We have news in the NBA, too, so we'll see if that's going to be the case. It is The Edge, live from the NBA Summer League at the Thomas & Mack Center.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, ice-cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for a shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at Victory Heineken Beer. Made better, 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See Draft.com for details. Drink responsibly. You know where the spot is, NBA Summer League Tom Max Center. And joining us at the desk, Tony Jones covers the Utah Jazz uh, for The Athletic. And uh, the Utah Jazz, it's funny, so the spotlight's been shifting, right? So we're waiting for DeAndre Ayton and the Brooklyn Nets. And now right. it is squarely on the Utah Jazz and what's going to happen here. Uh, so let's just – we'll start further to go back to last year really quickly just ask you – how much did the playoff loss to the Dallas Mavericks, another disappointing loss, kind of spin this process forward with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell potentially now both gone? Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I, I thought it accelerated the process with them. Um, the Jazz came to a realization that you know this core had kind of maxed out and and uh, that they weren't going to go further 
uh, than what the second round was uh, two years ago against uh, the Los Angeles Clippers. And you know how Danny Ainge is. Danny Ainge is a guy that likes to come in and, and put his stamp on on a roster. And, and this was honestly his chance. So, um, you know, we heard the rumblings that Quinn Snyder was thinking about resigning. He resigned. We, you know, very quickly uh, got a win that, you know, Rudy Gobert was 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 a guy that, that could be had in a trade. He got traded. Uh, I'm a little surprised with, you know, this accelerated process with Donovan. I thought the Jazz, uh, with Donovan Mitchell, I thought the Jazz really wanted to, to uh, uh, kind of reeled around him, seeing that he was close to the timeline uh, of, of the younger guy, Rossib, seeing that he's going to be 26 in September. Um, but at the same time, I mean, if you can get, you know, so many draft picks and and kind of get yourself in position for like a rebuild then you know that's something that the jazz have to look listen to as well you mentioned the word surprised in there were you surprised how much the jazz got in return for gobert and we love him as a player especially what he does for a team defensively he was the 27th pick in the draft one year danny ainge loves his draft picks too i think ainge killed the t-wolves on that trade what about you well so this might be a long-winded answer a little bit um I did a story with uh, my, my colleague Darnell Mayberry, and we kind of tried to predict uh, what a draft, what a Jazz trade with the Chicago Bulls would be. And and he put one first round pick in, and I put three first round picks in. And on Twitter next week, Chicago Bulls fans were killing me for putting three first round <laughs> picks in. And then the Jazz went and essentially got five first round yeah. picks. They got four. They got three unprotected first round picks. They got a, a top five protected first round pick in 2029 and they got Walker Kessler who was a first round pick this year. Essentially, they got five first round picks. Sure, they got their last two first round picks, right? So like almost six right. first round picks. Right, almost yeah. six because they got Leandro Balmero yep. who's going to be playing for the Jazz in a few minutes. And then uh, and then they got three starters. You know, so essentially you got five first round picks and three starters and we're not mm -hmm. even counting Leandro Balmero. So the answer is yes. I'm shocked. Everybody's shocked. The NBA, the NBA is shocked. And um, honestly, it kind of skewered the market a little bit because because of Rudy Gobert's return, mm -hmm. there's a certain expected level of return for Donovan Mitchell. But there's also a certain level uh, of expected return for Kevin Durant right. as well. And that might very well lead Durant to stay lead to Durant in Brooklyn because nobody's willing to meet that price. So really quickly before I get to the Knicks, were there anybody? Were there any other teams? Like, was where was Ainge just playing the Timberwolves against Timberwolves? Um, the Timberwolves were the most motivated. There were yeah. other teams. There were multiple teams who inquired. Um, the Bulls were definitely yeah. the the Bulls were definitely interested. Um, but you know, the Timberwolves, you know, they made the decision that this was the guy that we think is the the final piece to our puzzle. They did not feel comfortable defensively with Anthony Towns at the five. They they recognized that he doesn't really want to play the five defensively, so they shift they're shifting him to to power four full time, which I think he can definitely play offensively. But we're going to see what happens defensively, and you know they were a motivated buyer, and you know and Danny Ainge, I don't want to say took advantage of that motivation, but. Uh, he uh, he obviously jumped on that opportunity. And, and if we so we talk a lot about the picks, are Patrick Beverly and Malik Beasley still on this team at the trade deadline? Uh, I think Patrick Beverly is elsewhere by training camp. Okay. That, is, that is my guess. Uh, so I'm you can a, flip those assets into more assets, right? Right, exactly. Um, because of the way that the Jazz are going to like this, if they trade Donovan Mitchell, this is a full rebuild. 
there's no reason to have a veteran like Patrick Beverly uh, on the roster. Uh, so you're probably going to try to pay him. Um, Malik Beasley, I'm a little bit more 50-50 on. You know, I can see him. Uh, he's a guy that I think needs to, to or wants to rehab value a little bit. And, uh, you know, and I think that he's a guy that, that the Jazz can have around. The question is for the Jazz to answer, you know, if you're going for a rebuild, you got to have great guys in the locker room. So can you have Malik Beasley in the locker room as well? Uh, so I think that that's a question uh, as well. And the, the other question is what do the Jazz do with Bojan Bogdanovic, Jordan Clarkson, and, and Mike Conley as well? Yep. And you got a new coach. Tony Jones with us, covers the Jazz, NBA writer for The Athletic. All right. Tell us how much truth there is to this report. I saw it last night. I could not believe it. Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, Quentin Grimes, and five first-round draft picks from the Knicks to the Jazz for Donovan Mitchell. I think the Knicks would be insanely dumb to do that deal, but we were talking about this before the segment, and you said there's a reason why the Knicks would be motivated to do that deal, and how close is it when you're talking about those eight pieces for one? Well, I mean, the, this is no secret. Danny Ainge's asking price is high. And, you know, either a team is going to meet what his final ask, asking price is and, and, and meet his comfortability, uh, or the Jazz are, are prepared to, to keep Donovan Mitchell. He has three years left on his contract. They're not in a rush to, uh, to trade him. So uh, it's, it's going to be something that, you know, Danny Ainge is going to have to be comfortable with uh, in order to, to pull a trigger on a deal. So, you know, if you're the Knicks, and if you're the Knicks, you know, one of the things that you have to to realize is you haven't had a bona fide star since Carmelo Anthony and Amar Stoudemire. Uh, you haven't had a second round. Uh, you haven't had a team make the second round of the playoffs since 2012. You haven't had a homegrown star. Mitchell. I mean, he's from outside of New York, um, but he played in the city growing up. Uh, so you haven't had an essential homegrown star since uh, Stephon Marbury. When he was at Lincoln High School. Uh, and he grew up in Coney Island. So, um, you know, these are, you know, if, if you're the Knicks, the, the on-court possibilities of teaming Donovan Mitchell with uh, Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett, uh, and, and Julius Randle, plus the off-court possibilities, you know, in, in, in terms of the endorsements and in terms of the, uh, in terms of the money um, that he would bring into the franchise, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, is, is extremely valuable. And, and I think that Danny Ainge knows that. I think that Danny Ainge knows that, hey, you know, Donovan Mitchell would mean a lot to the New York Knicks and the New York area as a whole. So if you want my guy who's almost in the prime of his career, who has three years left on his contract, then you're going to have to pay for it. So you mentioned playing with Archie Barrett. So he, would he not be part of a deal? Be more like Grimes, Toppin, uh, some of the young pieces quickly that they have? It, it is my understanding at this point that Archie Barrett would not be in a deal. Okay. Pretty interesting. Can't wait to see that. So we'll ask you this last two minutes then. Uh, something that he and I have talked about is, okay, let's say Donovan Mitchell goes to the New York. How good do you think that team is? Because we've seen some defensive warts from Donovan Mitchell these last few seasons. To me, I'm like, okay, congratulations. You get Donovan. Have fun fighting for the seventh seed in the Eastern Conference. Okay, so let's, let's go back to last year when the Jazz, I mean, I'm sorry, when the Knicks lost to the Atlanta Hawks in the first round of the playoffs. And Trey Young was going for 40 balls with 10, 10 12, 13 assists. The reason why the Knicks lost that series was because they did not have somebody of their own who could match that 40. And yep. Donovan Mitchell is that guy who 
uh, ascends, who plays better in the playoffs than he does in the regular season, typically over the course of his career. And he's somebody who can match, you, you know, he can some somebody who can match that offensive output. So that's the best thing about having Donovan Mitchell if you're the Knicks. Now the other the other hand is you have Donovan Mitchell and you have Jalen Brunson, and that is an extremely small backcourt defensively. The other thing is you have uh, four guys who are typically isolation players or pick and roll players, and there's an obvious ball mover out of the four. And I'm talking about Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, Donovan Mitchell, and Jalen Brunson. So, uh, you know, there there are pros and their cons, um, but you know, it gives it gives the Knicks a chance. And when's the last time that the Knicks have had a chance? Yep. We're gonna wrap it up here. We only got about 20 seconds left. Give me a, a name of a rookie who's impressed you the most out here in Vegas. Definitely Paolo Boncaro. Yeah. Um, you know, forget the scoring and the rebounding, but just the level, uh, just the level of IQ and, IQ and maturity offensively that he's shown has just been tremendous so far. I agree with that. Tony Jones covering the Utah Jazz. Uh, T. Jones on the NBA up on Twitter. Thanks for joining us, man. Enjoy your work, so it's cool to talk to you. Appreciate it. Thank you, you so much. All right, the Edge, we're all done for Summer League. It's been fun. My guys in the desert coming up next here on v At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.